The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. You're listening to Tom and Bach. On 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Bach was really upset about uh, Mickey Joseph, Nebraska's new wide receiver coach slash pass game coordinator slash assistant head coach having too many titles because you equated it to having too many chefs in the kitchen. That's right. And a listener uh, has said, no, it's cooks in the kitchen. Yeah, the term you can't, is cooks You can't say kitchen. chefs. You could have several chefs in one kitchen. I still like chefs better. I think we should roll with chefs in the I, kitchen. I, I think chefs. Uh, <laughs> I, th- I like chefs. What's better. the difference between a chef and a cook? Um, a chef is the the lead cook. Oh, okay. Well, yeah, that's the that's, he's the master. Well, he, then that makes more sense, doesn't it? If too many lead cooks in the kitchen, that's the problem <laughs> we're trying to talk about. Yeah, just making your point for yeah. you that it should be chefs over cooks. Yes. Uh, so we're sticking I, with chefs. Yeah, yeah, I'm sticking with chefs. <laughs> I, this is what you get when you have too many writers. Uh, just one writer. Um, Evan Bland, we're efforting Evan Bland of the Omaha Oh, he's World efforted. He's already been efforted. Yep. Um, you would never make that mistake writing uh, too many chefs in the kitchen. You would always say it correctly. There's too many cooks in the kitchen. Correct, Evan? <laughs> well, first of all, let me tell you that with my last name, I could never be a chef or a cook. <laughs> no, nobody wants Chef Bland. Right, I mean, that's, that's right. just, that's yeah. not putting fannies in the yeah. seats. That's but, right. But, uh, yeah, I mean, the, the phrase that I always heard was cooks in the kitchen, I suppose. Um, I, chefs, I, you know, that conveys the same point. Too many people, mm-hmm. uh, you know, fingers in a pie. I think yeah. that's another one yeah. you can put out there. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, we can have fun with phrases. I, I, I think chef is an underused word. Let's hey. start bringing that back a little more. You're right. You could not be a chef. I, I mean, <laughs> if somebody complained about your food, they'd say, man, this tastes really bland. Who's the chef? <laughs> it's Evan Bland. That would be terrible. Right. I mean, like you'd be done. You'd have to change your name uh, to be a chef. But it works well uh, for the Omaha World Herald. Uh, your <laughs> first reaction uh, that Adrian is gone. Why do you think this was close? Was this a close call for Adrian? Well, you know, it was such an interesting situation because we got to talk with him about it leading up to the end of the season, right? Like oftentimes these things maybe just sort of pop, but there was a sense 
certainly that this was a possibility for him and you know he he would he said all the right things at the time about focusing on the opponents they were focusing on but certainly it had to have been in the back of his mind for a number of different reasons like you know for one i mean there's always got to be that thought of what could it look like in another offense one that maybe isn't as reliant on him running the ball um you know another one is just a change of scenery i think anybody who's been in college for four years you start to wonder you know what else maybe is out there and so you know i think it's fair to say that he had been considering it i also think it's fair to say he didn't know what he was going to do until the season ended um for all the the reasons i laid out there but ultimately at the end of the day um it'll be i think it'll be fascinating to see where he ends up whether that's back on the west coast maybe in his hometown at fresno state maybe at kansas state where his girlfriend plays soccer maybe somewhere else uh where a coach feels like they can get something more out of him than nebraska was able to um but you know i think ultimately it was probably the right move for both parties being nebraska and martinez um generally my sense is fans will wish him well wherever he ends up next year um you know unless it's like michigan or ohio state or texas or something but and then on the other end, I think it's it, there's a, fa- a sense of fascination now to what does Scott Frost's offense look like with somebody else as QB1? You know, we've, we've had the same sort of pairing now for four years, and here in this make-or-break year five, it's going to be somebody different. So I think, uh, you know, you salute Adrian for what he did. He's, he was the ultimate uh, teammate and, and a guy who toughed it out um, through a ton of injuries during his time at Nebraska. He represented the program well, and now it's a fresh start for everybody. If you if you were advising him, do you th- do you think that he's looking for a uh, an offense that kind of fits him best his running style, or do you think that he's taken enough hits over the years and that maybe he's looking at uh, the next level and might want to get into more of a pro style offense and prove that he could be that type of quarterback? Yeah, I think you have to ease it back a little bit if you're him. I mean, he's he's a three time captain. He's been a four year starter at Nebraska. So, you know, if if it was just guaranteed playing time. Uh, whether that be 2022 or say he redshirts and, and it's 2023, you know, Nebraska was clearly the place for him. They wanted him back. He had um, NIL deals in place like that. I think there were, uh, there were enough other things at, that Nebraska offered that, yeah, to me it signals that a different sort of offensive philosophy maybe is what he's looking for. And if he, if the NFL is still something that he aspires toward then what does it look like in a different offense for him or maybe instead of running it 15 times a game um maybe he's he's running it you know five times a game and and he's uh, behind an offensive line that's more reliable and he has a run game and he has some more weapons around him um you know i think there's got to be curiosity on his part too to see what that could look like and uh as we mentioned three of his four seasons at nebraska he's been injured in some capacity this year he had the the broken jaw the high ankle sprain the shoulder at the end um and it just makes you wonder man what what could a fully healthy martinez look like maybe with some different voices in his ear coaching him up maybe in a different offense um so i I would expect wherever he ends up to be uh, a different sort of offensive scheme than nebraska laid out again just because uh, all the other stuff around football the nil the support Uh, I think Nebraska would have been the best choice. Evan Bland of the Omaha World Herald, our guest. As uh, we mentioned, Mickey Joseph has been announced as the 
the new assistant head coach, the pass game coordinator, the wide receiver coach, too many titles for Bach. But what does it what does he bring uh that Nebraska doesn't currently have on its staff? Well, I mean, the top of his credential list would be as a recruiter. I mean, you see what he's done in five years at LSU, some of the receivers that he's brought in, um and then not just brought in, but developed and turned into high-end NFL draft picks. Uh, I mean, that's that's where it starts, I think, Nebraska, especially at that position. <clears throat> you think of all the the turnover that Nebraska's had there. Um, you know, they couldn't necessarily use Wondell Robinson out there a ton. Omar Manning was slow to start. Um, you know, there, there are just a lot of examples of players who have cycled in and out of the program, making little or no impact. And so, you know, bringing someone in with, with his kind of recruiting acumen to bolster that part of the offense uh, is really interesting to me. And you, you talk about Nebraska's lack of a of a deep threat these last few years. I mean, people put that on Adrian Martinez, but a lot of that too was on the fact that Nebraska really didn't have and really still doesn't have uh, the, those kind of playmakers that can take the top off of defense. Somebody who can go long and make a move and get a you know two steps ahead of a defender downfield and so I think that's uh, probably where you have to start and then you know the the Husker ties I know some people kind of are are rolling their eyes at that but you know I I think there's some value there too in in saying that you know here's a guy in Mickey Joseph who's from the south from Louisiana he's coached in uh, in the state of Alabama and and all over uh, kind of the, the southern region of these recruiting hotbeds he's familiar with that area but at the same time he can say hey you know I played at Nebraska I had success there these are the, the positives about living and, and playing um, in the state of Nebraska and in Lincoln. I think those, uh, that kind of uh, background knowledge, uh, that sort of corporate knowledge, if you will, um, can really help him hit the ground running here, especially uh, and maybe you know right now here with a couple of weeks until <clears throat> the early signing day as Nebraska looks to close this thing strong. What do you make of all the titles? Because I am interested if that does is if that could be some butting heads where you're kind of putting this offense together. It's got one year to work. You got one guy who's an associate head coach in a passing game coordinator. You'll probably have a running game coordinator, a new offensive coordinator, and a head coach that called plays last year and, is, and, and has made his name off of offense. Yeah, I mean it'll be interesting to see how the how all the personalities come together and it could work. I mean, I, I think people could argue that it worked in 2003 when Frank Solich hired a bunch of new assistants and uh, they had a bunch of different experiences from a, a bunch of different places. And, and that uh, worked uh, at least in terms of the win loss record, even though they all got fired after that year. And uh, I think it can work now. I mean, Mickey Joseph, uh, you know, you don't get to the level that he's at without a certain level of self-confidence and, and ego, but you know, again, he wants to make this thing work. This is his alma mater too. And so, there's going to be a, a save big on brunch for mom all in the Kroger app. Get 16 ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% lean ground sirloin for four 99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or seven up all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change restrictions apply. See site for details a level of collaboration with it. I think what's what's the most interesting part about the hire right now is that we still don't really have a sense of who the offensive coordinator could be. And that's sort of gone, uh, you know, against maybe what Scott Frost indicated a couple weeks ago, which was, hey, let's, you know, find an offensive coordinator and then maybe build out the rest of the staff 
with input from whoever that person is and maybe reimagine some roles. Will there be a a special teams coordinator? Will there be a designated quarterbacks coach? Will that go to Scott Frost? Like there are a lot of different moving pieces. And so to bring in Mickey Joseph before they have the offensive coordinator um, is an interesting wrinkle to me. I think it says that there was a, a window that they could secure Mickey Joseph and he was too good of a candidate to pass up on. And so now he's on board um, and it will. It'll be interesting to see which direction they go with these other uh, hires that are coming down the pipe here. And again, all this backdrop of urgency, considering the early signing days, December 15th, the transfer portal is extremely active right now. And Nebraska needs these guys out there as soon as they can to start acquiring this talent for a make or break 2022. He's Evan Bland of the Omaha World Herald, covers Nebraska football, baseball, recruiting uh, for Nebraska as well. Maybe some of the bis- biggest recruits might be guys that are currently uh, on the roster and convincing them to come back, guys like Cam Jurgens or Damian Daniels. How much do you think will name, image, and likeness play a role in that? Yeah, I mean, I think it will to a point. There, it's, it's a little more blurred than it was even three years ago where if finances are part of the equation, then it was a no-brainer that you wanted to go to the NFL and that you know, you always heard it that like the average NFL career was like three years or something like that. And uh, so you want to start getting those paychecks while you can, because, you know, obviously you're, you're not going to be able to play the game forever. Um, but maybe it does add a, a certain level of consideration where, um, you know, if it depends on, on what kind of grades uh, guys like Daniels or Jurgens are getting back from NFL evaluators, um, you know, if it's a middle round grade, then maybe it's a tougher decision now than it was a few years ago because you can say, hey, you know, come back for one more season, improve your draft stock to be a, you know, maybe a day two sort of draft pick. Um, and in the meantime, you know, you can make some money behind the scenes with name, image, and likeness um, with some of the opportunities that are out there. It's going to be interesting because this is the first off season that we've seen name, image, likeness really, uh, you know, exist. I mean, it came into being last summer in the run-up to the season. And so now we will, I think, start to see it affect these decisions a little bit. And I think, to be honest, we don't really know to what extent this uh, name, image, likeness, profitability is affecting players. I mean, we don't really know uh, if we're talking hundreds of dollars, if we're talking tens of thousands of dollars or or somewhere in between. And so I think as that information maybe starts to to trickle out a little bit more publicly too, we'll have a better sense of, uh, at least from a monetary standpoint, what direction and and, and maybe what um, factors these guys are considering in their decisions. Well, the offseason shouldn't be boring, right? I mean, we've got stuff to talk about, at least for a while now. We'll see how it works out. And your Broncos are looking good. Are you back on the Bronco train? (laughs) Man, I... I I've, honestly, I have paid as little attention to the NFL this year as I have in a while. And, yeah. um, you know, I, I'm glad they're doing well. I just, they're, they're not a Super Bowl kind of yeah. contending team. Yeah. And so it's, I, I suppose I'm like a lot of Nebraska fans, maybe were this year where you kind of follow it at a, yeah. a cursory level until right. things start to get interesting again. Yep. That's probably a smart move. I mean, the Broncos aren't going to the Super Bowl, but they are better than I thought they would be. Hey, great stuff, uh, Evan. We'll talk to you again next week. Thanks for the time. Thanks, guys. Uh, there you go. Evan Bland of the Omaha World Herald. Um, Fred Orberg spoke to the media. Nebraska plays uh, basketball. Uh, they played earlier this week and lost a tough one in quadruple overtime to uh, to North Carolina State, one, uh, 104 to 100. 
Uh, but now they have Indiana on the road, and then they come back to Lincoln. I think it's Tuesday against Michigan. So uh, it's going to be a very quick and tough start to the Big Ten. Uh, you're talking about a road game at Indiana. This is Fred Hoiberg talking about Trace Jackson Davis. Yeah, I mean, they're playing through him pretty much every possession, and uh, rightfully so. He's, he's one of the best players in the country, and, um, you know, he's added to his game, and, you know, he's, he's a load down there in the block at 43 the other night against Marshall, <clears throat> um, you know, and had a huge game against the zone also in a, in a triple overtime game against Syracuse. So just he's doing a little bit of everything right now. He's, he's going over both shoulders. Uh, he's so quick with his spin. Uh, you know, we have to be ready to guard. We can't stand up. Um, you know, expecting him to hold it. He's going straight up. And the other thing, he's really doing a good job of is passing. Uh, they've got some good transfers in there that can really shoot the ball. Uh, and he's making great decisions on the block. Um, but, yeah, they're playing through him a ton. And uh, the other thing is, you know, shot selection at the rim. We got our shot blocked too much the other night. One of the top shot blockers in the country. Uh, that's what fuels fast breaks. You can't give him opportunities like that on the road. So we have to do a better job coming in under control you know, which we did on a lot of possessions where we had great looks, wide open threes, uh, but we also got our shot blocked at the rim too much the other night. Indiana's coming off a similar game that Nebraska did. I think theirs was three overtimes with uh, Syracuse, and it was a much higher scoring game. But uh, Trace Jackson Davis is a stud, uh, and they lost that game in overtime on the road. Nebraska's going to – I would love to see Eduardo Andre, you know, be in there and get your five fouls. Use the five fouls against Trace Jackson Davis. You know, make him frustrated. Uh, I would really like to see him play. I hope he does. Indiana's physicality. Here's Hoiberg talking about that. Yeah, they, they are. They're, they're a really physical team. It's what they hang their hat on is toughness, and uh, they're going to get up into us, into the ball. And, you know, similar to what North Carolina State, maybe not quite as extended as North Carolina State was, but similar as far as how they will pressure us. And it's about how you handle it. And you can't turn it over. We turned it over a lot early the other night, and then we were pretty good the rest of the game. I think we had nine through the first 11 minutes and then nine uh, the rest of the game. So, you know, once we kind of settled down and settled into what we were getting into uh, against that type of pressure, really what it turned into was a lot of high high uh, ball screens, try to get the ball either into the pocket to Derek or or get to the rim with Alonzo or Bryce. And, you know, we scored 54 in the paint, uh, you know, with that game plan. So, you know, unfortunately we didn't shoot the ball again very well. But it's about going out there, uh, you know, executing. They're very sound uh, on that end of the floor. But we're going to have to execute our stuff with great pace and, and and with great purpose in the half court. In that four overtime loss to North Carolina State, Lat Mayon got kicked out of that game. Um, about the final six minutes of the game, uh, there was a scruffle of the, of, of of not of not, not overtime, right? Of yeah, the regulation. Before, yeah, that, it was during that fourteen zero run. Yeah, uh, that North Carolina State made to tie the game. Uh, a bunch of North Carolina State players came off the bench and apparently ran into Lat and Lat elbowed him back. This is Hoiberg talking about. Lat controlling his emotions. Yeah, I mean, Lat was, he had a game where he hit a couple shots. And, you know, we talked about controlling emotions um, like that on the road. And, you know, you got to find a way in a hostile environment like that in a tough competitive game uh, to keep your emotions in check. Um, you know, the, the fight that our guys displayed, the, the passion that they showed, it's, it's where you need it on the road. But we have to do a better job of controlling emotions. One more for you. Fred Hoiberg talking about uh, recovering after a four-overtime game. 
right? Yeah, we, we're doing okay. We ended up taking yesterday off. Just we got back about three in the morning and uh, thought it'd be more beneficial to let the guys rest. They all came in for recovery sessions. Um, all of them had a good um, stretching uh, modality session with our strength coach and with our trainer. And uh, today. They, they felt pretty good this morning, so we still didn't do a lot with them. Um, you know, we do a jump test with them to kind of see where they are as far as fatigue, and we still have a number of guys that are testing lower uh, than where, they, where they've been. There you go. Um, so it sounds like they'll be okay. I mean, they're young kids. Come on, they're 18 to 20. <laughs> we say that all the time after these long games or yeah. uh, last year during COVID where you played uh, 30 games in 15 days or whatever ridiculous amount of games it was. Hey, they're 22. They're young. They're really young. Come on. Get back out on the court. Run. <laughs> Damn it. The good thing is Syracuse also did play with those double overtimes the same night. So. Yeah. 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 Indiana played. No, no advantage for anybody. Uh, not a huge advantage. Uh, that's for sure. Let's get to break. Uh, finish out. It's a Friday. Uh, but regardless of what, what time of day it would be or what day it was, we'd have the pregame. The pregame will be up next. We'll have Rico in here. We'll, Nick will join us. It is coming up on the way. You're listening to Tom and Bach. Watch live on Facebook, YouTube, or Twitch. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.